Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show, the podcast empowering women entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and company brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the LinkedIn Branding Show. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michelle B. Griffin, joined by our other co-host, Michelle J. Raymond. And I'm excited, as always, to be here with you, Michelle. What are we talking about this week? We are talking about a topic that actually debuted on LinkedIn about a year and a half ago. And before we recorded, we both looked at each other and said, uh, why haven't we talked about it? It's such a prime reason and way to build your brand on LinkedIn. So you ready to get into it, Michelle? Always. I was born ready to have this conversation. So I can't believe it's been a year and a half. And what is it that we're talking about? Creator mode. Now, creator mode is something that I personally believe isn't for everybody. And we're just going to go through that about what is the upside for your brand? What is the downsides that you may not have considered? Is it worth all the hype or is it just something, another tool that LinkedIn gives us that's a distraction? So let's break it down. What is creator mode? Let's start with that. Creator mode is a concerted effort by LinkedIn headquarters to make LinkedIn more of a creator community. They officially launched in March 2021 creator mode, which is a, basically a flip of the switch. And I think back then you had to have at least 150 followers or connections, but it essentially puts a different look on your profile. It changes the order, it changes some of the buttons, and it allows you to have tools to build your brand as a creator, which is the hope that you will be creating content and thought leadership to build your brand and share your expertise. Let's start with that first bit. So when you jump on, you create your profile, you might be new to LinkedIn and it pops up and says, do you want to turn on creator mode? What are the things that you think that will kind of workshop this, that whether someone should say yes or no? So for me personally, I think if you're brand new to the platform, I don't think it's right for you. There's a couple of reasons when you turn it on, you have to set the follow button. Now, the follow button is a one-way traffic. It's like you're talking at people. You don't get to listen to the other side. We want to build connections in that first stage. I think connections are far more important when you're starting out on LinkedIn than what collecting followers are. I think followers and building numbers is something that comes much further down the track. What would you say to that, Michelle? Absolutely. When LinkedIn first started, you had the option back then before creator mode to say, I want to follow or have connections, but LinkedIn is built on connections. It's the currency of LinkedIn. So I agree. Don't turn it on to you at least. I know some people say more than 500. I know it depends. I know a mutual friend of ours said 5,000. I'm thinking one to 2,000 is a good mark. But not right away. Get at least at the very minimum over the 500 connections. Because here's the thing. you Once you get to 500 connections, LinkedIn levels out that playing field. When you don't have 500 connections, it'll say, you know, 23 or 496 or something. So you want to get to the 500 connection mark. And then, Michelle, let me know your thoughts. I'm with you. I think we focus on building that 500 first. And I think that takes practice and that takes time. And they're the two things that I think if you wait at least six months, 
work out what's happening on the platform, get good at having processes in place to have conversations, to direct message people, to comment on posts, maybe put your own content out. If you're not doing all of those things consistently, I don't think you're a creator per se. Now, I think that the upside of creator mode way from a LinkedIn perspective, if the follow button's there, it's really easy. Just click the follow button and you get to see all of that person's content. As a creator on my side, sure, I think my numbers are probably growing faster than if I had to connect with everybody. It's less admin from my side because I don't have to respond to the request. But for me, I have always hated that follow button. I am not here to collect followers. I love connection. I love those relationships that you build from when someone reaches out. Now, I've had some funny experiences and I've spoken about this before. It's not because I think I'm all that. It's like when someone has been following me for ages and I don't really know that they have been. And then we finally connect and they're like, oh my God, Michelle, we're finally connected. And I feel bad because I'm like, I'm not this person up on a pedestal. I'm this person that's you know, really looking to form connections with other people that inspire me, that make me better, that teach me things. And so I struggle with that follow button. I think I should have the choice. I wouldn't have it on there if I had a choice, but if I turn it off, I lose some of the other tools that you get with creator mode. The main one that I would miss is newsletters and I'm not prepared to go without that. Everything else I'd probably live without, but what are your thoughts on that? No, I absolutely agree. I feel like you should have a choice. I feel like you should have creator mode and let that be your choice. Now, I know when they did say creator mode was rolling out, the tools they put under that are the LinkedIn Live, now audio and newsletter. So I'd be curious to know, do you lose the ability to have lives or audios? Because that those are important tools for me and you as well. I know now also in the last few months, when someone sends you a connection request, it now says so-and-so follows you and is asking to connect. So that is a nice heads up there. Now, recently, they will tell you if you're following someone in the feed, they'll tell you if they follow you. Kind of like on Twitter. When you go on Twitter, it'll tell you right off the bat. So those are some of the things that they do make it a little bit easier. I know from the get-go, when we first met, you've always said that connection button means everything to you. And the problem is, most people don't know that you can still connect. It's just that it, they make it really complicated. You have to pull down the, the buttons and then that little connect button is hidden, but it is still there. But no one's, most people aren't going to take the time, right? So for me, I like connecting with people. Here's another question for you, Michelle. I just really like when people send me a message. Now, I say that and sometimes I feel like if I know someone and they know me, but we just haven't connected. But lately, I've been just taking the time to send a connection message. What about you? What are your thoughts on that? Look, as you know, it's always been a bugbear because I loved when people would send the connection request and often they're personalized. Now, I personally am not on team. Every request to connect must be personalized. But I did find when someone did it, it started a conversation because I would respond to what they said they would respond. And that's the point for me to be on LinkedIn is to have connection and conversations, which lead to collaborations and community. Like it's a, you know, a part of the process. So I think it should be called influencer mode rather than creator mode, because I don't see that we get tools that make it all that fabulous to actually create. LinkedIn's pretty bland when it comes to what they give us. Sure, we're going to have LinkedIn lives and LinkedIn audios and newsletters, but that to me is not really a 
you know, creator tool. Other people may disagree with that, but for me, I miss that connection. Now, should it come back to me that when I'm collecting all of these followers, I can go and click on the number and look through the list and reach out and connect? Yeah, that should be part of my process. And I don't do that enough because it's that out of sight, out of mind thing. And I struggled to change my processes. And this is why I think if you're new to the platform and you don't have processes in place to reach out and connect with people, you are going to feel like, what is going on here? It's like nobody's talking to each other. And I think that's what I don't like about it. No, that makes complete sense. I love when people send me connect requests. Like you, not everyone has to, but I also, what I don't like, Michelle, is when I get a connection DM that is obviously spam. Now, if anyone knows me or follows me or hasn't yet, go check out my profile. I specifically have my name in all caps because that's a dead giveaway that someone is spamming me or it's just fake. And I tend to not connect with people who send me automation DM connection requests. How about you? Yeah, I don't either. It's a pretty much a straight out no for me. You can tell because it's the same for me. They'll send it and it'll be Michelle J. Like no one calls me Michelle J. It's a dead giveaway and I don't do it. So I can understand if you're someone like Leah Turner, you've got 160,000 followers responding to personalized connection requests every single time is not theoretically a good use of her time. The management of that would be crazy. So I think when you've got big numbers, then it makes sense to have that follow button because you cannot have those kind of numbers and have intimate conversations. Like it's just not possible. It's a different way of using LinkedIn. You know, it becomes about scale at that stage. But if you're just starting out and building your brands, yeah, conversations and connection to me are two of the cornerstones of that. Absolutely. And just for those who are new in the platform don't know, LinkedIn has a limit where you can have 30,000 connections and then the rest go to followers after that. But getting back to creator mode, one area that we didn't notice, and to me, it's just kind of a throwaway feature, is having those hashtags underneath your name. When you have creator mode turned on among the tools, the follow connect, change out, you have the ability to have five hashtags. Now, there's people who ranted about it saying they should be hyperlinked and do you ever look at the hashtags under people's creator mode title? The only thing that it does for me, which I think is kind of cool, highlights to people what I talk about. So they'll know that I talk about company pages. They'll know that I talk about LinkedIn for business. They'll know that I talk about content marketing. So you can very quickly assess is the main topics of conversation that I have displayed with those hashtags. Is that something you're interested in? If yes, maybe the follow button becomes more enticing. If no, maybe you think, oh, actually that's not for me. And you move on and find somebody else that's better aligned. That's the only thing that I think is good. I don't want them hyperlinked because that would just take them off my profile. Now I would think theoretically somewhere down the track, and it might be the discover page that's coming on LinkedIn, that maybe being discovered as a creator by using those hashtags becomes more visible. Right now, I don't think it does anything for me. I don't think I'm getting found by more people because of it. But as with everything with LinkedIn, Michelle, do we even know what's coming down the track? We're just guessing. We only hope. We can only hope for the good stuff. Well, one of the things that I want to stress to everybody is that if you are in creator mode, please make sure your hashtags are relevant to what you stand for, what you're about, what you write about. Because I do see some people that I know 
what they write about that I follow them and their hashtags don't match that. This might be my action item jumping up super early. Make sure your hashtags speak to you and everything because it's so easy to flip them out and update them. But uh, stay relevant with that because that, like Michelle said, that's a signal to what you're about. So other than that, creator mode does bring some branding benefits, mainly the tools. And I know we've talked about this tools in other episodes, but what are your thoughts High level, Michelle, on how creator mode builds the brand. Look, if we look at things like LinkedIn Lives, LinkedIn Audios and Newsletters, they're what we would say are our power partners that can amplify brands. They're how you get your brand to more people. I think with lives and audio, you have that deeper connection because it's that instant trust that happens when you are doing those 3D come to life, immediate access, immediate response kind of events. So that to me is really good for a brand to make yourself accessible. I don't think we can underestimate that. I think that's why people enjoy a lot of my content because they can see my energy. They can hear my voice. What kind of person am I? And I have to answer a lot of questions on the fly because people can ask anything. And from that, you can show people that you know your stuff and who you're surrounded by, who comes on the live. So there's all kinds of added bonuses around that. But again, is that something that I want for new people on the platform? I think it would be overwhelming and a lot of people would be scared and run away. And that is not what you and I want for people, you know, that are trying to grow their brands. No, the baby step is just getting on the platform, getting used to it, getting comfortable. It's like no other platform. It's completely different than anything else. And it's a very uh, law of reciprocity. You know, you need to show up, be a team player, be a community member, be a giver for the most part. That's what really impresses and resonates with people. So don't be distracted, as Michelle said, by the newsletter, the audio, or the live. Now go to those for sure. Subscribe to other people's newsletters, comment on go to their LinkedIn lives, comment on them, LinkedIn audio. I always say events are a wonderful way to build your brand by attending them because you are going to connect and be seen. So that's the way to do it. If you don't turn it on, do take advantage in an indirect way. But creator mode, Michelle, I feel like at this point, it's a nice to have, but is it a need to have when you're just getting on the platform? I think we can agree that when you're just getting on, you're just a beginner or re-entering it after several years, wait a bit, wait a bit until you get your legs. Yeah. And if you have no intentions of doing LinkedIn lives, writing a newsletter or audio, you don't need it. I would keep that connect button on there. I think that's far more valuable than any of those tools if you have no intentions of using them. And it doesn't matter down the track, you can always switch it on. This isn't a set and forget. You can always change things on LinkedIn as you grow and evolve. Maybe the tools that you want to explore will grow and evolve as well. So we are never a, you know, you must do this kind of show. Uh, but I think for people, as we said, we're targeting this particular episode about creative mode because it just pops up and people, I don't think, understand the consequences, you know, of oh, sure, I'll switch it on because LinkedIn told me I should switch it on. And I've had that this week. Then all of a sudden people are collecting followers and they have zero connections. And they're wondering like, what is all the big hype about on this platform? It's because we're missing that cornerstone. I think that we recorded an episode and I don't remember how far back it was, but we can throw it in the show notes about LinkedIn etiquette. I think it's better to go back and learn things like that than worry about creator mode when you're getting started. 
Absolutely, Michelle. And that LinkedIn etiquette mistakes you shouldn't make is one of our top downloaded episodes. We'll be sure to drop that in the show notes. It is worth a listen. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's the beauty of LinkedIn. For this particular thing, it's a simple nanosecond, click on, click off. You don't have to make any set in stone decisions. But, you know, that's our cautious, wonderful advice. Of course, you can do what you want. And who knows what LinkedIn creator mode will come out in the future. So it's something to look forward to as you grow. So Michelle, with that being said, we always have one actionable tip. What's your tip today on creator? My tip would be if you have no intentions of using some of those other tools that we just mentioned, so LinkedIn Live, LinkedIn Audio, go back and switch it off. I think that you are better off to have connections now that you understand the implications and you understand the tools. If it's not working for you and not something that you want, go and turn it off again. Okay. Well, I'm going to go on the flip side. If it is something that you're using now or you have on and it is right for you, two things. Again, I'm going to reiterate my hashtag thing. Make sure your hashtags speak to you. Also, if you someday want a newsletter, just go see what it looks like and go start an article. Like if you're not ready for the newsletter, just start thinking, okay, if I'm going to do one tool, should I do a live? Should I do an audio or newsletter? Pick one to start. And if before you do that, take those baby steps and maybe go write an article and see how that lands for you. Test an article out before you do a newsletter. If you're not sure about a LinkedIn Live and Audio, go attend one if you never have and see what it's like. So those are my tips. And as always, I feel like our advice is a take it. This is what works for us. This is what we've learned with our own selves and our clients. But at the end of the day, what works for you is the best advice. Yeah, and go and try. There's no cost. It's easy to switch on and off. So trial and error is often, in my experience with these tools, work out what's right for you. For those of you who have reached out to connect with Michelle and I on LinkedIn, we appreciate you. We look forward to receiving your connection messages. So do reach out and find us on LinkedIn. We also have a company page called the LinkedIn Branding Community. We've actually switched it up now that the book's coming November 18. You and I have been madly working away to really finalize that and make sure that there's as much value and stories that we can actually put into that book to help businesses and help individuals along on their branding journey. Michelle, I think we should wrap this up, get back to writing so we make sure that that gets out. I agree. Well, everyone, thank you so much for your support. Again, I want to reiterate, if you love this, reach out to us. We've had a few people just the last day or two and it just means the world to us. We appreciate you. We're here for you and we want to support you. And so we're really excited for this book. So until next week, keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow and people to impact. So we'll catch you next week. Take care. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in today. You know, more women like you need to be out there on LinkedIn building their personal and company brands. We would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can connect with more women and reach more people. That's it for this week. So until next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.